Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. We're going to do things a little bit differently today. I sat down earlier this week with a woman from the 2019 Untethered Sister Mind to share her story. And her story is so powerful and I loved every second of her interview that I wanted to bring it here to the Fiercely Awakening podcast because her story absolutely is about fiercely waking up, fiercely waking up to her power, fiercely waking up to her potential, fiercely waking up to her desires. And you know what she told me as we're done with the interview? She said, I just want everyone to have it as good as I have it now. Like that is so huge. This is available to you too. And there is something so amazing that happens when we share our story And we allow the healing to happen for us listening to someone else's. So I hope you enjoy the medicine of today's podcast. And I really look forward to seeing who this work resonates with most right now. All right. Until next time, enjoy the show. Woo! Welcome. Amanda's here. You got a lot of your fun babes here. Oh, (laughs) Hello, hello. Okay, keep coming on. We're just going to just, I don't want anybody to miss any of this, so I'm just going to just take a second. Awesome. Sheena's here. Girlfriend, I miss you. Amanda, Amanda. I owe you an email. <laughs> the things that happen when people yeah. come on, I'm like, oh, dang it, I got to get on that. Hmm. So, y'all know I love I love transformation stories. I love telling stories. I love seeing every single aspect of a transformation story unfold. And uh, when Pam here, who you're going to meet in just a second, agreed to do this, I just had full body chills because I just knew how important this message and how important this conversation would be. So I'm just going to brighten this up a little bit. There we go. <clears throat> So um, so we're going to dive into her story in just a minute, but again, I'm just giving it uh, a little bit for people to hop on. Oh, I miss you. Lana's here. Oh, goodness, Lana. Remember, this was you a year ago, Lana. <laughs> Lana was right here in the hot seat telling her story of, of radical healing. I just love that. So, all right, we'll give it just another couple seconds. So today what we're going to do is we're going to hear a story about healing. 
And this is a story of from uh, 2019, Untethered Sister, Pam. And Pam Blodgett said yes to Untethered, and she was ready. Like, she was ready for that yes. Um, and since saying yes, I have just saw so many, like, just incredible awakening shifts in her. And I've just seen a woman completely reclaim her power. And it's what I want to convey today and what I hope that you hear is how possible this is for you and how possible it, it, and how not only how possible, but how necessary it is. And so just a little background. So the reason why I even met Pam was truly divine intervention. Um, and it was just one of those, those moments where she was there. She came to a, a naturopathic consultation with her father and she was just there as just an observer. And, um, you know, her father, Andy had walked out of the room. And so her and I just chatted for a minute and it was just so obvious that it was her and I that were to really work together. And she was just like, how do I sign up? Where do, what, what do I do next? You know? And, and so what we thought we were going to do is embark on a journey of naturopathic healing um, because there was room for that. Like, that's what we thought. And it was so, so beyond, so beyond that. So thank you so much for doing this with me. Um, I think let's just start out with just uh, tell me about, oh, they're getting a green screen. Let me see real quick. No green screens allowed here. <laughs> Amanda says hers is good, so we're going to hope that things are good. All right, so why don't you tell them a little bit about um, your interpretation about how we met and why we met, or just what was going on in your life, however you want to share that part. <laughs> um, I had always known something I wasn't, I needed more, mm -hmm. there was more to life than what I was doing. Um, I had a lot of instances that had happened, I became a victim very easily, um, and then I found some online work. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started working on that. And after a year, I liked it, but it was online. And I knew I needed one-on-one. -on -one. So for about oh, less than a year, I was just trying to find somebody that I could connect with that could help me with the path I was going down. And it just and I moved to, from Kalamazoo to Grand Rapids. And I'm like, there just really isn't anybody here. Yeah. Um, and then my dad ended up getting cancer, um, so he again uh, came up because he wanted to do some naturopathic work. And I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll support you. I'll go up there. And then by the time we sat down, I was like, Laurel, you're exactly what, <laughs> Tanya, you're exactly what I'm looking for. And I said, can I sign up? So yes. And she's saying Laurel because Laurel's actually, you guys have met Laurel a few different times <laughs> with Laurel's story of healing. And Laurel is who introduced Pam to uh, to Pam to even come to me, to bring her father to me for the naturopathic work. So she says yes, and you start to work with me. And tell them a little bit about where you were in this process, like what your life was like. Like talk to us about like the journey the, the chaos that had led up to like us actually diving into some work together? Well, I have a history, I felt, of things that just always happened to me. Um, three out of the four of my children are diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. I mean, that's very rare. And it was like, and we have no family history. I'm like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. And then at 52, I get diagnosed at, at that age 
with type 1 diabetes. And I'm like, this is crazy. Um, I divorced my first husband after 25 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, he was an alcoholic. Uh, didn't realize the dysfunctionality of that. I was superwoman. I was going to keep it all together. I mean, I'm not divorcing. My parents divorced, and I was not going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, it didn't matter what I needed. I was keeping the family together mm -hmm. until I got to a place where I hated who I, who I was mm -hmm. and who I became. And I just didn't know how to get out. I knew I needed help. I just didn't know. Um, so I... Um, just didn't date after I divorced. I just like I take care of myself. I've got to you know research and do some more reading, mm -hmm. and I did. I did the online course. I'm like, oh, there's still more I'm missing. I need that tell, one. Tell tell me about the online course that you did. It was um it was Lisa Romano, and she was all about uh, codependency mm -hmm. and you know like narcissist and you yes. know like why am I drawing? Why do these things keep happening yes. to me? And I, yes. why am I drawing it? Drawing to it? And then my kids, you know, with chaos with my ex, it was just it was a lot a lot of chaos. Work was chaotic. Mm -hmm. Life was chaotic. Mm -hmm. I thought I settled down and, and, and knew it took two to get divorced, two to get married, two to get divorced. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I'll just um, just figure myself out. So after about four or five years, I was like, I think I've got it. Mm -hmm. I went back into the dating world and realized I just I drew the same thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I didn't know why I was drawing it. Mm -hmm. And I thought I didn't draw, the, and then I ended up remarrying. And I thought I didn't draw what I, um, but I, I did draw. <laughs> I called it in. <laughs> so what she's saying is, you know, she hit the pause button, was like, I'm going to do some work. I'm going to die. You know, I think I'm ready now. I get married. And some of these same, these lessons that were showing up previously came back. They look differently, but they sure as heck felt the same. So here she is meeting me, feeling all this baggage of chaos that seems to follow her yes. and finding yourself in a situation that you didn't want to be in anymore. No. So then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> so Tanya and I decided to start working together and uh, she called me out. Mm. And I was like, no way, I, I'm a victim. All these things happen to me. And she calls it out and says, no, you're calling it in. I'm like, I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. I'm not calling. Why would I call in being sexually abused as a child? Yes. Why would I call in losing mm -hmm. my first child? Why would I call in mm -hmm. three out of four of my children with a chronic illness? Mm -hmm. Why would I call it in on myself at 52? Mm -hmm. Why would mm -hmm. I do that? Yeah. And uh, she called tough. me out. That's, it's, it's such a tough, that is, I think, the hardest part of this journey is having is claiming any responsibility for what's going on when it's like especially involving loved ones or going through this hard stuff but it's it's not you know it's not saying that necessarily that you're responsible for the things that happen but you're absolutely responsible for the healing and the harmonizing that takes place afterwards and that can be so hard especially when we don't even know and and perhaps you've never had even felt and i think that's what we decided is yes. that you had actually never experienced in your life what it felt like to be in harmony with yourself. I lived in chaos my whole life. And not only did she live in chaos in her whole life, it's coming back to me now, it's, it's even in the time that she was in utero, it was a very chaotic time. Yes. So literally the imprint in her being is chaos. It's what she knows and, and, and also it's her chaos was way more comfortable to her, even though she didn't like it, <laughs> yes. than it was to actually feel and hold the note of joy and hold the note of harmony and to hold like, I deserve good things, I'm worthy of good things. So 
when we're in this place of like only knowing uh, this chaos, it's it's can be extremely hard for us um, to actually be comfortable with not feeling this. And so step one in our work together is accepting where we are, right? Yes. It's accepting and having that 100% responsibility, which like she said, was like such a hard spot. Like I honestly didn't know if we were gonna be able to work together um, in the same way, like I didn't know upon meeting Pam if she was going to be quote unquote coachable, right? Like, mm -hmm. but she literally said like, I, I have had enough of this. Like I am so ready for that next, that next thing. And yes. I feel that it's my time. And I was like, that's yeah. all I need to know. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna be easy, but that's all I need to know. So, okay. So after that, that like calling out, <laughs> <laughs> How did that start to change? Like, when did you start to see those shifts of how finding the healing and harmony within would change your external environment? Well, I think the big one was um, when I was doing writing the the uh, century ride. So my buddies and I do a charity ride once mm -hmm. a year, and it's 100 miles in one day. And I've never been able to complete yeah. that. So I've done the training, I'm ready, I'm able, and I never have. And when we were out in New York doing the ride, there was a point in time when I wanted to turn around. And I talked to myself and I put my ego to side and said I was okay, I was going to be safe, and that I would be able to make it. And um, I did. Mm -hmm. I turned around, I listened to the birds, I listened to the stream, I was trying to find mm -hmm. the things that would connect me and say I would be okay. Because mm -hmm. I was so easy to just throw up my hands and say, you know, I've tried, I've trained, I'll, I'll do it again next yes. year. Yes, yes. And you did that. I like, did it. You made that happen. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, I remember that moment for you too. What, what else was happening? Like, how about your relationships? Like, I feel like the ride was like a huge turning point of like, oh my gosh, I'm so powerful. But I feel like you had all these like incredible micro wins along we, the way of like, oh, I oh, I see how this is working. Well, the first thing which I work on was my marriage. Yes. And and to be honest with you, my husband doesn't even know that he kind of gets a glimpse, but he, he doesn't know. So <laughs> we did a lot of work and just seeing the transformation within the relationship was amazing. So, okay. Let's, I think that's worth repeating. So she's saying like, my husband doesn't really even know like all the work that I'm doing. And I never really even had to have that conversation of the work that I'm doing because how she changed her relationship was changing how she showed up to the yes. relationship. Like you guys, that is so powerful. Like that is how, when we think about our like role of how we change the world, like it literally changes with the work that we're doing with ourselves. That self-love is glue. It is what holds everything together. And it is not something outside of us. It is not something like we can claim it now in this moment as you did. It wasn't like you're like, well, after two months of working on myself, then I'll be able to. It was like, it's go time. You want this? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I think that's the other big thing is, especially in Pam's case, but I see this all the time, is you had zero idea of, of what even it meant to have a desire and to go after that desire. And her desire switch was like literally turned off. It was like, oh, I get to have what I want. Like I get to have a say in this. And yes, you do. As long as that desire is from a true place, like it's from that place of essence, yes, you, that is yours. And so for you, we had to literally have the conversations of what is it that you really want? That was very difficult for me. Yes. I've never 
taking care, you know, I mean, I thought I was, but as a mom, I was a mom, I had four kids, um, you know, I worked, I was a professional, I owned my own business. There wasn't time for me. Yeah. And then till I got to a point where I just didn't like who I became. Yes. And then I thought, then I didn't know how to get out from that. Right. Um, so I dug myself pretty deep. Yeah. And so when I asked you the first time, when you had first said, you know, I, I think my marriage is done, and I had said, are you sure about that? And she was like, what are you, like, I think I know, you know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> nothing here to work with anymore. And I'm like, mm, I'm not sure about that. Like, yeah. let's, let's see where this can go. And so it was like these, like, little light bulbs had gone off and was like, so you think this could change? It's like, yeah, I think it could change. In fact, I think it could blow your mind how good this could change because you're going to change this container. You're going to change the entire energy of this home. You are going to radically shift how this person shows up to you by shifting how you show up to yourself. And she did. So and it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it works unbelievably. It is crazy. So let's just mention some of the um, first class vacations you went on this past year as we started doing this work. End up going to Europe, went to Scotland, went to uh, <laughs> Ireland, went to London, um, then went to Maui, went to New York City. Yeah. Uh, so a few travels here yeah, and there. Yeah. A few <laughs> travels with somebody that she wasn't expecting to yeah. be with any longer, right? And it was like, right. oh my gosh, like so many moments that you're like, I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know, I didn't know that this could be here. And it, it was only there because you made the choice that you wanted to see it. Like you wanted the choice, you made the choice, like you wanted to learn what it is that you needed to learn here that you did not believe that this this container was done. You did not believe that you were gonna, like running from this or leaving this was going to make everything all better. Cause that's often what we tell ourselves in any relationship was, is like, you know, I'm just, I'm just done. And you know, if, if, if you're out of my life, then I'll be better, which is what kind of went down with the first marriage, right? The first marriage, it sure was. Yeah. And then, but she continued to see those patterns show yeah. up because it wasn't about the person. It was about here. And of course, that energy of being in that person, but we can, we have so much say in that. Like we have so much say in how people show up to us. So I just like loved all of that. Like I it just- It is fun. <laughs> it's fun. fun to see people show up. I'm like, I wonder what's going to happen this yeah. week. Because I got a lot to do. I mean, they just show up out of nowhere. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, okay. So there's so many highs on this journey, right? Like, and that's the thing, like when we talk about the journey of living life untethered and we claim that, it doesn't mean that it's all rainbows and butterflies, right? Like we still are very much human and we still have human moments, right? And and one of the things that Pam said to me earlier that I think is just so fitting to like how I feel, it's like you you said, you know, it's not it's not only the work that you've done with yourself, but it's the work that you've done with your sisters. And you form this network that you can go ahead and take it from me. Yeah. So um, very much this uh, untethered that we did in 2019, um, we're all in it together. Mm -hmm. So we all know what we're trying to do. We're trying not to go down the rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. So there's times when we're having conversations that we 
you know, like go down the rabbit hole. And all of a sudden we'll all stop and go, that's not where we want to go. That's mm-hmm. not where we want to be. It's like, mm-hmm. what do we need to do? What's the lesson here? Like, yeah. what, what, what are your tools? What are you using? Yes. And so you have this, they lift you up. Yes. And that's, that's who I want to be around. Yeah. I want to be around happy people. I want to be around <laughs> people that are great. And the other transformation is my kids. Yeah. Even oh, yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yes. So my kids were in a lot of care. Yeah. I mean, just every everything just unfolds, and it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't even talk to them about yeah. you know like I'm doing this, I'm working on this. As obviously they just saw the transformation, and it's it's amazing to see the love and the support, um, and and the sisters when there was times when I needed help, they were there. You know, this quote I have uh, on my computer and I pull it up often, um, and it's the most profound thing we can offer our children is our own healing. And you and I have talked about that so much in terms of when we step into this work, it, it, it feels about us, but it's so much bigger than us because we create space for people to show up to the work in their own ways, on their own path. And even if they don't know what, what they're doing, like we create space for people to be a little bit more vulnerable, to be a mm-hmm. little bit more real, to um, to start thinking that they can also ask themselves, what do I want? You know, what are my desires? And to mm-hmm. stop this path, this cycle of thinking that we are in survival mode or we just have to get through. And so often people will say, well, I don't have time to do the work, but it's like, this is the only work that I know of that actually creates more time. Like it actually <laughs> gifts you more time. Because and it, trips. Yeah, and trips. <laughs> because it radically shifts your perspective about what is actually taking place. It frees up the energy in your mind. It frees you up from these thoughts and these cycles of self-destruction, of continuing to go down this path of like, you know, if he would just change or if he would just da 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 da, if he would, and it's like, no, it's, it's no, it's me. I'm showing up to this differently. So, 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 so powerful. Um, and I, I totally agree. Like I, you know, victim mindset is such a, a hard thing, um, for me to be immersed in. I love coaching people out of it, but in terms of like what's in my circle, it's like, I have such low tolerance for that because we are so much more powerful than that. So in terms of this, not being back to like, this is a journey, right? Yes. And what makes this journey easier is the fact that we now have tools. We have tools on our on our toolkit to um, just radically shift how we feel, how we are showing up, like what our truth is, all of that, and recognizing that these things are happening for us, not to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you went through some heavy stuff, um, and and it was like at that turning point where like okay, I'm gonna focus on this, and then you got your whole focus completely shifted and you had to focus on your dad walk us through that journey and and how this work completely changed how you were able to do that i'll just say that i was glad i had this before it happened with my father Mm because i showed up so differently Mm -hmm. and um i'm glad i had it because we were able to show up Mm -hmm. and i also learned what i wanted Mm -hmm. um and so my dad got sick um he started the work, really didn't kind of do the work, but always was talking to me about what are you doing, how are you doing, and I would just say, love it, love it, love it, mm-hmm. learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he got sick. We ended up, um, he ended up going down to a, um, a Mexican health facility in Mexico mm-hmm. um, to help 
do some alternative things like we are doing here mm -hmm. um, in alternative medicine. And then we saw the chef, so he needed that. And so, but I wasn't alone. I had my sister um, mm -hmm. from my sister mind. Um, and then Tanya was a mm -hmm. huge help. So, and just having all that support and trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be and how I'm mm -hmm. supposed to show up. And it gave me so much power because there was a point. We only went down. It was over Christmas. And I went down. My husband and I went down just to, you know, spend Christmas with him, thinking it's probably his last Christmas, but hopefully not, mm -hmm. um, because he was really bad when we got down there. We ended up staying longer mm -hmm. because it, he was, um, it was a lot more difficult than we thought it was going to be. And then it was all about, I was so used to, like, I would, I would have stayed and, and try to do it all for him. Mm -hmm. And then I had to ask myself, you know, when I'm here and when it's my time, it's okay to say it's my time. Mm -hmm. And I never did that before. Mm -hmm. And this time I was down there for, what, three weeks, mm -hmm. almost four weeks. And I said, I'm done. I've done what I needed to do mm -hmm. here. I have a business back home that no one was there. And, my, um, and then my daughter stepped in. She came down. Mm -hmm. And I was able to step back mm -hmm. and just say, I've done what I needed to do mm -hmm. here for my dad. You know, that's such a, um, I want to pause here just to bring that, you know, a lot of people, we, they get stuck in thinking, uh, in guilt and thinking Correct. if, if right. I don't do this then nobody else will. And when that's actually not true because what is best for us, like what is coming through as tr like where we need to show up and trusting that, that inner compass that says that when we trust that, and we allow ourselves the space and grace to say no to the things that aren't in alignment to us anymore. We actually, it is it is the best for the other person too. So it is not only in for our our highest best interest, but it's also for theirs. And when she did this, even though there there's a whole lot of guilt that could come and torment her, right? But like she knew and felt that this was aligned action that her journey at this point of the mission of being here in Mexico had come to an end. Yes. And her stepping away from that offered her daughter this incredible opportunity to show up not only to um, her grandfather, your dad, but also to herself. And yes. she experienced a magnitude of healing and profound shifts in yeah. that work. Yeah. And it's just incredible because, I, I mean, again, it's like one of those things where had you not had this work, you could I, be like, I just can't leave. I, if I wouldn't have left, if I wouldn't have, correct. you know what I mean? All these things. I wouldn't have left. Right. I would have stayed. And then I would have been mad. And then I would yeah. have been, oh, okay, I got my business. And yeah. I would have been, yeah, resentful. Yeah, resentful. That's often what happens when we say yes to things that's really a, a soul no. We have resentment about mm -hmm. it, which serves no one, mm -hmm. especially ourselves. And then when this energy, it's like, how can we show up to other people? Because they're literally feeling that resentment. So it creates this huge void between people instead of creating actual closeness. So you leave, your daughter steps in. I mean, she just pours love and yeah. she just completely like, like evolves as a yeah. human. <laughs> yes, um, tell me more. I'm going to tell you, between myself and my daughter, we had a lot of outside untethered yeah. sisters yeah. that um, were there. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. And we're all on the same mission. Mm -hmm. You know, we were all able to show up. And yeah. everyone showed up and we were able to communicate that, which is huge. huge. And for me to leave, I felt good about it. Mm -hmm. I knew I had done my job. Mm -hmm. I knew that what I had come to do, I had done. Mm -hmm. And it was time for me to go. That was huge. I felt good about it. And um, 
it was it was amazing. We ended up did bringing my dad home. My mm-hmm. brother stepped in. And my other brother stepped in after that. Um, and then the other thing I learned on this journey was that negativity is so strong mm-hmm. because my brother stepped in and his wife and him were very negative and they stepped in and said he doesn't look good I said well I know but you know he's come a long way mm-hmm. he'll be he'll be dead in a week and I was like are you kidding me all this tough work it was 10 days and he was gone mm-hmm. but that whole negative energy f- stayed in Mexico followed him home mm-hmm. Um, I had my sisters here with me, uh, walking me through the path, and, and for me to have, I was able to talk and then decide what conversations I want to have with my mm-hmm. dad, because I promised I would be with him, mm-hmm. but we all showed up, mm-hmm. and he felt it, and he never, so he was abandoned pretty much as a child, yes. so he never could accept that. My dad passed away very peacefully. Mm-hmm. He was so open to the love that mm-hmm. he was able, his heart opened. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable, yes. the transformation. Yes. It, abs- it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I mean. Yeah. Um, he opened his heart. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, just the amount of love that you were able to pour on him and to be there and to show up to that. Um, and obviously, like, we all have, well, this may not be obvious, but my belief is that we all have contracts, right? We all we all know our, our end date is there and, and it's the journey in between. But regardless, we couldn't change the circumstances right. of your father passing, but we certainly could change like how that unfolded. And yeah. he felt love and he felt at peace. He did. But I do want to bring back to the story of this negativity um, because many of us are are immersed in that in different ways and when we don't give ourselves some um space between that um and or recognize it or have awareness of it it's extremely taxing on our physical beings um i'll never forget uh this this uh um this book i was reading and this guy talked about he did a live blood analysis on himself before uh uh, a client was coming in with pancreatic cancer, and so he did a live blood analysis on himself, and the blood was beautiful, healthy, uh-huh. perfect. And so then he did the session with the man with pancreatic cancer, and he had took his blood, and you could tell this blood was very disruptive. This is a person that was that was dying, and the 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 patient left, and then he took his blood again, and his blood looked exactly like the man who had yeah. just left. That is how powerful negativity can be on us if we are not being mindful of that, if we're not clearing, if we're not healing, if we're not doing the work because we literally can soak it on um, depending on how rich of us are. And, you know, it's available for us everywhere, right? It's it's so available for us to plug into that and to, and to also decide that we're no longer going to plug into that. And you, you felt that felt shift. Yeah. We, we all acknowledge the shift that happened, but also like there are circumstances that were supposed to play out. You know, these mm-hmm. were lessons that you were supposed to be gifted. And so you experienced this this gift of recognizing this negativity and how taxing it was. And it made you really evaluate every relationship in your life and how these were impacting you and how they were serving you and if and if they were actually still meant to be at play or if this relationship was actually meant to be done and do a little cleanup on that to protect yourself. Yeah. That's uh, powerful. So you move you move into that with 2020. Um, have 
just just this incredible, you know, highs and lows, you know, then the mm-hmm. grieving process, of course. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of find your way again and you start to reclaim some space and you start to tap back into your desires and start asking yourself, what do I want? Mm-hmm. And part of your story is to radically change your health. Yes. So talk to me, and we can't stop, we can't not talk about Montana, so we gotta go back there. <laughs> but talk to me about how, like, what you've done physically, what you've been able to do physically that physically supposedly isn't possible. <laughs> well, um, I wanted to do the master cleanse. I, I, I could not, I, um, my weight wasn't bothered to me. I didn't feel, I knew I was working on my inside and I knew my outside was not matching my inside. Mm-hmm. So I decided uh, with some help from other sisters, yes. Laurel, <laughs> now we got to do the master cleanse and, yeah. and sign up for the cleanse. And I'm like, oh, okay, well. She I'm signed like, up for the cleansing circle, which by the way, yeah. I do not allow just anyone that has type 1 diabetes to sign up for this. Like they have to be doing, um, honestly, they have to be doing the untethered work to be able to do a cleanse in this yeah. state because um, it's it can be a big mind F if you are not uh, willing to surrender to understanding what, what information is coming through. So, okay, continue. Yeah. Well, and we might have to go back to Montana first because Montana was a building okay. block. Okay, let's go back yeah. to Montana. Yeah. Let's yeah. go back to Montana. So <laughs> part of the Untethered Sister Mind experience is a retreat on Montana, and there is a very huge reason why I chose Montana. Um, the, the grounds that we are on are sacred grounds. It is you step there and you all of a sudden feel the energy and you feel the shifts. And it has all of the medicine that I feel that we need to do the work of living life untethered. And so it's a key part of the journey. Um, it's it's kind of in the beginning. Uh, so this next, the 2020 Untethered Sister Mind, the retreat is the end of September, 1st of October. And so we all gather in Montana and, um, you know, this is, can be like, we're all in different places, right? Like some people, this is completely new to them. They're just starting this work. They don't even know why they said yes, but they knew it was supposed to say yes, right? Like they're like, okay, I'm here. Um, and so for you, Montana had medicine to offer you as it, as it always does. Walk me through that. So I decided I was, I was all in, I was working, I was working really hard yes. on changing my perception showing up for myself and so Montana came and I was like yeah so all the different things that we did that you know I don't know a horse I mean I don't know if you want to yeah yeah so we did um oh gosh what did we I mean horse healing we did um the salt salt mine yeah I mean we just I mean we did the musical we did the yoga I mean the uh kundalini yoga yoga I mean so all these things and then the talks that we had the breakouts amongst our sisters yeah. were amazing because you think you're you kind of like oh you know I don't know they they look normal they don't look like you know so I'm here and everyone else is good I really have a <laughs> lot more going on and then you hear everyone else working through there yeah what they have to work on and it's amazing yeah and you just are so pumped because it's like we're all in this together yes. we all are ready to raise ourselves and be to that mm-hmm. next level mm-hmm. um so yeah then the one thing we had to do was climb a mountain <laughs> Which <laughs> meant climb a mountain. So, like no joke, climb a mountain. Like climb a mountain. So yeah. I am a type 1 diabetic. So you're talking a full day without phone service. What happens if there's an emergency? Um, you know, I'm like, I just, I, I did not want let that interfere. But that was something mentally yes. I had to work on. Yes. Um, and so we're going up. There's a group of us. And as we're climbing the mountain, 
some some people had a harder time than others. I mean, we're all worried about the bears. <laughs> there is bear season out there. <laughs> um, and I just learned that sometimes I had to get away and not go into anybody else's what they were working on. Yes. And so I was She's too, talking about claiming sovereignty. I was. Yeah. And I just sat there and said, I need to do this. But I was still, when we took one of the rest stops, I was still able to help a sister out because her legs were hurting pretty bad and get the lactic acid mm-hmm. out. So I was able to show up where I could, yeah. but I didn't take on any anything yes. else. I was It was all about working on me. Yes. And we got, what, about two-thirds of the way up there, and a couple of the sisters are like, you know, let's turn around. I'm like, I could turn around. I'm good, you know. <laughs> now you have to realize I just did a 100-mile bike ride a couple weeks before that, so I thought, okay, I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, but I was questioning that until one of the sisters were talking and she had a migraine yeah and she was walking and I thought she's hiking and she's got a migraine I'm like I'm not quitting she's not quitting and we all just started to think we don't need to quit you know that we can do this so we get up not knowing that the last part was a straight up mm-hmm. hill mm-hmm. <laughs> up this mountain and we're looking there and I just said I was loved that day by the yeah. way oh mm-hmm. oh so you sure heard it <laughs> And then to see, uh, you know, one of the sisters really have to dig in. I had to dig in by myself. I just knew. I'm like, you can do it. And I just, you know, I can do it. I can do it. That's what I was, yeah. you know, yelling out to all the sisters. You know, we, you know, everyone had to get up the hill on their own. Yeah. There was no, you know, and so we just all supported each other. We all made it. Uh, one of the sisters had a tough time and you saw her and you could feel her. And she, you could see the transition yeah. when she made it to the top of the hill that she dug in and she made it. It was unbelievable. So it was just amazing. So I want to pause there just to bring awareness to um, ego has a, a, a very interesting way of manifesting, right? And so ego likes to say, you can't do it. This is dumb. You can't make it. This is irresponsible. dun 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 dun, dun. And also ego likes to throw in migraines um, to the extent of trying to distract you or stop you from having the breakthrough that is calling to you. And you literally, she's talking about another sister who I can't wait to tell her story, who you literally watched her entire energy, her entire being shift when she had that breakthrough and her migraine dissipated because she showed up to what she was supposed to do. She faced those fears. She faced those demons and she literally shifted out of it. And for, for, the, the whole reason we hike a mountain, there, there is a reason, is it is absolutely a direct reflection or a direct, uh, how do I want to say this? Like, it is literally like a physical example of what the manifestation process looks like. And so, so many people give up in the 11th hour, right? They give up, they turn away when they're just about to have that magic. And I'm sorry, there are times when you have to go through hard stuff, right? Like the whole process of saying, I desire this and actually getting it is a process of tension. It is a process where it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's climbing a mountain. It was climbing. But guess what? Once you reach that top, what happens? It you was, flow, was you magical. flow. You flow until that next mountain you want to climb comes up. Mm -hmm. And that is the process of life. And it's like it is literally a physical representation of what that looks like and to feel it and to feel the grit it takes to actually do it. It's not easy, but it is a thousand percent worth it. And you did it. Yeah. You faced your fear of of you could have said, I she could have totally threw the flag and said, Look, Tanya, this is irresponsible. 
I, there is no one to call. I don't know if I'm gonna have cell phone service. And I could have said, you're right, you should set this out. But that's not how I show up to. Yeah. I say, what is it that you actually desire? What is your true desire? Well, I desire to climb that mountain. Then I, a thousand percent, am sure that you're gonna be totally okay. Mm-hmm. And I was. And you were. Yep. So, <clears throat> climb the mountain. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> did that. Um, continue with uh, their Montana experience. It was just, oh, it, I would do it again. We can't wait to do another. We can't do this. I know. I'm going to try to get an Untethered 2.0 2. for my <laughs> Untethered alumni. Um, so you you came back with something. Oh, yes. I forgot. So I ended up staying an extra day because to unwind for me. For mm-hmm. once, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to go right into my yes. work. So I stayed an extra day. Stayed in, in Whitefish and just walk in the streets one evening that evening uh, by myself just reflecting on everything and I saw um, something in the window and I said this so I ended up going back the next day and buying it on purpose and it was like this was Montana so I'm not sure if you can really see what it's all about but can you so it's a gorgeous chunk of amethyst Yes, and, which is, that has meaning in and of itself. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then we have this absolutely feminine, expansive, grounded energy. I mean, she is, is tr- oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. I just love that. Like, I'm kind of sad I didn't get one this year. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're not, they're um, specifically made by a, um, a local artist. And so she's just so reflective. So she is in my office, and I took her home during COVID. Mm. So she's just my inspiration because it was this is what it was all about. It was just yes. we were expanding, we were throwing everything out there, and it's yes. we are powerful, and we can't have what we want. Mm-hmm. And it feel I'm so much lighter. I I the chaos, the weight is off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. I'm happy. A lot of times, <laughs> a whole lot, and even when things don't go my way, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's it's amazing what the transformation is, and and as my dad was passing away, I was talking with my sister from the, and I was just like, I know, I'm I'm I want to be at peace. My dad wasn't at peace at first. You know, he still had a lot of things. I'm like, I'm, I want to be at peace. Yeah. That if it ever comes my time, I want all my sisters by me. Yes. And just like, go for it, girlfriend. Yes. And go, sister. And, and love me off. Yes. And that's what I just said. That's what I want, you yeah. know. So I really claimed a lot. It's so powerful. So what she's, you know, saying is that she wants to do the work now. Yes. She wants to do the work yes. now where we're clearing these, these limiting beliefs where we are breaking down our heart walls and breaking them down again when they try to rebuild and we're constantly asking ourselves, you know, what is it that I want? And then yeah. we're willing to take that aligned action um, and just willing to just have full on trust that even when it's hard, because it's something that's coming through to us and it's something that we're being asked to do, like full on trusting that we're going to be supported. So I absolutely love that. And so fast forwarding then. So she has this Montana experience um, and she just really desires. And I love how she said, she's like, you know, I just, I could feel everything shifting inside. And I just wanted, I wanted to see those changes to start showing up in physical form. I wanted to reclaim my power with my physical body. And so 
obviously, right, like, we all have our coulda, shoulda, woulda's, like, she often will say, like, I wish I had this work 30 years ago. I do. And I say that, too, you know, it's like, I wish I I had this work when I was a teenager, when I was in college, like, oh, my gosh, like, how different, um, how different, you know, those, those really hard phases that I was just such a victim could have been. And so... Um, but you know, it's the journey, right? It's like, we, we go through that and then we, we come out of it and we evolve and now we're here. And so you, you said yes to the cleansing circle. You started the master cleanse. We had our fully prepped, fully prepared. Like this was not done. Yeah. Yeah, Like this was a lot of love and attention going into this to making it successful. Okay. So I do the, I do the pre-cleanse, uh, sisters working with me. Uh, doing the pre-cleanse, I'm like the first day of the cleanse, I'm like doing good, watching my blood sugars, really have to adjust my insulin levels. Um, the very first night, my blood sugar plummets within an hour, and I cannot get my blood sugar up, and so I have to eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm devastated because I had already prepped two weeks prior to that. I've done all the research. Mm-hmm. I have everything lined up. I have mm-hmm. all my lemons. I have all my maple mm-hmm. syrup. I mean, I have everything. I'm devastated. I'm like, oh, I failed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked to Tanya, and she's like, no, no, we just have to adjust it. So they adjusted the way I have to do the master mm-hmm. cleanse. And it worked, but when... I'm seeing everybody else being successful, their master cleanse. She's saying in the cleansing circle, she's seeing all these yep. beautiful transformations. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I said, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So I call, I, and during our meeting with Tanya, I said, I want to do a master cleanse again. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and so we tested, it's like 10 days, man. I said, I can do this. I mean, I can do this. So I did. Mm-hmm. And it was not easy. But I, um, so when I started the master cleanse, I was taking between 56 to 60 units of insulin a day. Mm -hmm. By the time I was done, I was taking 23. And so what I finally realized was that with insulin, um, I have to, what my body can't do naturally, I have to do with insulin. So I don't know when my body was shifting. It would not warn me mm-hmm. that it was time to shift and give less insulin. Mm-hmm. So there was times at 11 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning, I am literally eating maple syrup, maple syrup. I'm like, I'm not cheating. I'm doing this. I'm <laughs> staying on it. I had I had a orange juice. I had a pop. I had everything waiting for yes. me because my blood sugars were plummeting. Yeah. I said, I can do this. I can do this. So I made it to the first one. I'm like, I did it. I finally got my blood sugar to come back yeah. up. So I lowered my insulin. And I didn't realize, so I thought I was good now. I did not realize that every time my body would take a shift, that my insulin would would be cut Mm -hmm. down. So there was three nights that I was up most of the Mm -hmm. night, tending to blood sugars between lemons and maple syrup and and staying true to that. And each time I got more powerful Mm -hmm. and I said, I can do it. Yes. I made it the 10 days. Not one sheet, lost 15 pounds. Amazing. But I felt better. Yeah. I feel amazing. Yeah. I feel so much lighter. I'm eating better. I'm making better yeah. choices. Yes. And I'm going to do another master cleanse in July because I still still have about another 15, 20 pounds I like to get down and maintain. But just eating better, just being, you know. Yeah, I, I, it's a perfect reset. Yes, it is. And I think, keep in mind, okay, so Untethered, untethered <laughs> last year, Untethered this year is a little bit different because we have, I have found that it is so essential that as we are doing 
the emotional work, as we're doing the mental work, as we're doing the spiritual work, as we're finding our powers that we also need to be doing the naturopathic work. And so this year we have built in naturopathic programs so that they're just like, they're just a given, like you will be working on your physical body as you're working on this, because Pam's a perfect example of that. Like she came into this and bless her, but she was like, eating cuisines you know like she had was a microwaving microwaving she had like a major disconnect between food as medicine right and so i don't believe we can just do the spiritual work without also taking care of our physical being that is here to serve us and so we had like we were we were doing naturopathic programs but like when she's found that when she got a taste of like her power she's like i, I want it. I, I want that yeah. i sign me up for that and i'm like yeah. it's going to be hard it's i don't care i can do it and i knew that she could and you did and you it showed was hard. up to it, it and was hard. her <laughs> lifestyle is like so radically different it's insane i mean like let's talk a little bit about how you eat now and like what you do <laughs> well herbal infusion yeah i dehydrate my Nuts, pecans, walnuts, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to eat fresh. So fruits and vegetables, salads, yeah. um, just grilling out, being smart, not microwaving anything, yes. getting a reverse osmosis machine, yeah. which that's the one thing I've just had to, you know, change. Um, my husband, without knowing, has lost 20 pounds too <laughs> because I'm, you know, I'm yes. preparing yes. foods, and, you know. So um, <clears throat> all of that, just walking, I'm walking every day. Um, I'm just putting myself first. Yeah. And it feels amazing. My work is is really coming around too. And so it's just everything's falling into place. Yeah. The kids are happy. The kids see me happy. Yeah. They're I'm not letting them be the victim either. Yes. You know, so and I you know, they all make fun of me anyways. But <laughs> it's like that you just see them transform and it's it's unbelievable. The like I said, I feel so much lighter Mm -hmm. I that load of chaos is off my back Mm -hmm. and when it starts to creep up I'm like don't want it been there done there not gonna go down there what do I need to do yes and I had to check back in or I call my sister and we may have a few uh, human moments but my sister and I will be talking like all right we just need you know let's pull this out I'm not going down the rabbit hole I refuse to let anyone else control me and the more I control myself the better I feel, the more it's it's amazing. It's so radically different when you're sitting. When she's saying "call her sister," she's referencing calling a sister in the sister mind. Yes. Um, it's so radically different when you're when you're phoning a friend that yes. is in this with you, who is totally has these tools to offer you, can see you objective to objectively, can recognize the the situation that you're in, the circumstances, can have that human moment, like. I totally have my people that I get to have human moments with, right? And I will do it with you guys. I'll yeah. be like, F this, F that. Okay. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> let's all take a deep breath, right? Like, let's all just get regrounded and reconnect to why this is unfolding in this way and what is here for us. Because not all medicine tastes good, right? Like, medicine kind of tastes gross, right? Like, I take a lot of tinctures. They don't taste so good, right? But they are an offering to us. And it's the same thing with these situations, with these circumstances that we call in, like, the better you get to see them, the more you get to not be so like afraid of failure and just see failure as just like a little like love nudge, like, oop, not in the not not quite there yet. Right. Like keep going. Right. Like it's not an end all be all. It's just a little love note. It's just a little tap. Like, oops, not here. So it's just the more that you can do that, it's it's just a game changer because it's not like things don't happen anymore. It's that we can shift out of them so much faster. Correct. Yes. Huge. 
Yes, I could do that very much. Um, and it's just amazing that the more uh, you are confident in yourself and the more that you trust yourself, other people want to be around you. Mm-hmm. And you f- I'm finding great, you know, like I hire two new uh, oh, yes. women. Yes. And they're fabulous. So, yeah. like, you, when you raise your level up, mm-hmm. people that are at that level want to be with yes. you too. So you're not hiring, you know, yes. down and... It's just the whole atmosphere is it's fantastic. It just feels awesome. And there's some there's something so much to be said about how we when we're doing this work and we learn to not only love ourselves, but we learn how to trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just operating from that place of compass of like this this feels in alignment to me. Like yes. this feel this I always say like it this is a full body, yes. And this is a full body no, because that wishy-washy in between serves no one, none Mm -hmm. of us. And so it's like you showing up to those people and it's like, I'm not going to compromise with this employee. Like I will feel it and know it when this is right. And you felt that and you knew that and it's working out better than your wildest dreams. And the old version of you would have been like, well, I mean, I think it'll work. You know, Mm -hmm. I think we can make this work. And it's like, no, we, we don't have to compromise these things. So powerful. So is there anything else that you feel that you want to share? Is there anything else in your heart or your mind that, like, where, where are you taking us? Like, where's this next version of you gone? I know. I know. I can't <laughs> wait to find out because it's fun. <laughs> the, the trip is fun and the travel is amazing. And just, you know, I can't wait. I mean, I every time it's like, what if something comes to me now, it's like, what's the lesson here? Yeah. What do I need to learn? Yeah. It's so like, woe is me. I'm the victim. Oh, here again, yeah. again. Yeah. You know, it's always me. You know, yeah. for example, my mom just had surgery and she called me and wanted to come live with me. Mm. And she couldn't walk. She needed a lot of help. And I was like, sure, because the old me would say sure so the old me kind of stepped up goes well okay mom okay and I'm like okay I'd be the only one taking care of her I you know I don't have to go back to my office I'll just stay working from home and then I thought about it I thought what do I want yeah and believe it or not I called the hospital and said what other options are there because it only been physical therapy like three times a week and I said because she's not healthy to come home OT, all of a sudden, occupational therapy, she qualified for that, stayed another two weeks, got four hours a day of occupational therapy. Oh, my gosh. Because yeah. I stood up and said, "Yeah, actually. it's not." I stood up and, not be, and I felt bad because I'm like, my mom's calling me. She needs me. Yes. So I know she needs a TLC, yeah. but it wasn't in the line for me. Yes. I said I would resent it. Why am I yes. doing it? And so I learned, and now she's in the perfect place. Yes. And something else showed up. Yeah. That's and how it, it works. It is. It's amazing. And I just can't wait. I'm like, can't wait to see what tomorrow brings. Right. You really, I really look to see, yeah. like, you know, if if it's a down day or a down time, it's like, what's the lesson here? Yes. I take it, and then I'm like, I just can't wait for it. And then it, I can turn it around now. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. It is such a hard thing to recognize when we start doing what's best for us and trusting that's also what's best for the other people, our loved ones in our lives, like, and how that works out. Um, because it's so often perceived as, like, oh, my gosh, so selfish. But if you would have done that it would not have been no. the best care for her. No. She's actually getting incredible care right yep. now. That's powerful. Yep. I love that. So why are we telling you the story? 
the well every time that we tell our story right like it has the potential to offer incredible healing to others it gives people permission that they are also able to do this work and we are now accepting right now the applications for the 2020 untethered sister mind and i'd absolutely love for you to check it out um, by applying uh, before June 27th, you have access to two amazing bonuses. Well, there's three bonuses in there and you get to pick two of them. Um, and you, once you apply, like applying is the first step, then we have a discovery call. And it's the same process that Pam went on. She sent her application, we had her discovery call. I mean, she was a yes before we even got on the phone. She was <laughs> like, how do I sign up? Why are we talking? Let's do this, you know? Um, and so I love, I love that energy when people just know and they trust it, but not everybody is like that, right? And so not everybody is that done, you know? Some, some people are like, oh, I just really wanna feel if this is for me. And I can tell you, honestly, alignment is everything because the first person that says yes to Untethered, uh, which was Laurel, Yep. It sets the stage for that next yes, and it sets the stage for that next yes, and it's really how this whole container of medicine is formed. And so each yes calls in the next yes, and we all are here collectively to help each other through this transition called life, right? And all here to help us step into our power. And so this whole this whole untethered journey is about relinquishing our ego. It's about claiming our totality, and it's about honoring our essence. And these things never go away. These things you take with you um, to the next life because this is what this is all about. It's like, how do I, like, when is my fear driving and how do I take the wheel back? And how, like, who am I? Like, what, like, how do I claim all of me, all parts of me and honor this self-love now? And, and how do I move forward and continue to tap into desire? And what do I want? And trust the creative tension, the mountain that shows up to get me to where I want to go. So please, 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 if you're feeling the pull, all you have to do is apply and then we chat and we just have a heart to heart conversation and we absolutely check to see if this is truly in alignment for you. And then the journey starts the minute you say yes. And that is no BS. Like literally the minute you say yes, like it gets on, like things start to change. Things start to shift. Like you start to feel like, like, holy, like she said, like it starts to get fun. Because it's, it's not nice. all easy, but it starts to get fun. Yeah. So um, let me see now. I want to see if there's any um, questions here for us. Oh, um, so Rachel says, we can have what we want. Whoop. Yes. Sheena gives a heart. Uh, Shawnee says, wow, that rabbit hole. I've heard myself say that a time or two. Oh, <laughs> so true. So, uh there are other comments that I cannot access right now. So I will make sure that Pam and I stop for a minute and just love on them. Um, and of course, if you have any other questions or anything else from Pam, please feel free to ask. Um, and anything else that we want to say? All right. Just do it. Do That's it. All to say. <laughs> um, I, I was trying to let money get in the way. And oh, yes. I had to work through that. It's like, hey, I would do it 10 times over. As a matter of fact, we want sisterhood too. So, uh, <laughs> I'm working we, on it. Yeah, we because it's that transformational and it's worth every penny. Mm. It really is. It's, it's so interesting. Like the first coaching experience that I said yes to was 30K. Okay, this is a 5K investment. This was a 30K investment that I made and I did not have the 30K. And it was one of those things that I said yes and the money showed up. Yeah. And that is true. Like if it is a soul yes, that money shows up. And I can't explain it. I don't I don't need to explain it. When you experience it, like you know. It's like if it is a yes, 
it works out. Like a yes, that's a true yes. Like a yes that you know you have to do it, but you can't explain it. It's like we say yes to things, especially when we can't explain it. My gosh, you're going to see the magic of this universe work for you. So blessings, blessings, blessings to all of you. Thank you so much for having this conversation with us. And I can't wait to see who I get to talk to as part of these discovery sessions. Much love to you. Love. Bye. It's well worth it. Thank you so much. Yes, you're mm, very welcome. So appreciate you. Yes, it's awesome. All right. Bye, love. Bye-bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.